Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. This week is episode 188, and we're talking about stopping your frequent flyer miles expiring. That's right. Today we're speaking with Alexi Verishaga and Steve Gimpler from AwardWallet.com, all about earning, managing, and redeeming your frequent flyer miles. Definitely a useful and important topic. <laughs> yes. Before that, though, let's talk about this week. Well, it's been an exciting week. We've done tons of amazing things. No, we haven't. Not. <laughs> You're so lying. The most exciting thing that happened this week was probably catching up with Joel Ward again. Now, Joel runs a humorous travel blog, Fredonia Post, and um, we first met him in Valencia in Spain when we were over there for the La Tomatina Festival. Yeah, we had and, a mini blog, bloggers meetup. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we met up with him last night and uh, went out in rainy Auckland and had dinner and some drinks. And we went to a fascinating... Um, theatre performance where what was it called uh playback theatre playback theatre it was great two of our friends are involved in it so we went along and you know if people from the audience share a moment from their week or their lives and the the actors play it back it was it was fun yeah and we had absolutely done absolutely nothing interesting or out of the ordinary this week so we didn't tell any stories but thanks to everyone who's uh, done a survey on site on what products we should kind of focus on creating for you. Um, so don't forget, a lot of people said they'd like to buy something on uh, solo travel. We've actually already published a book on solo travel. Yeah, The Guide to Solo Women's Travel by the Australian author Stephanie Lee. So you can find that at artofsolotravel.com or just search for Art of Solo Travel in Google. Or on the Intro Podcast, as you wish. You have so many options. Yeah, we're going to be releasing some updates to that this month, and we've almost finished the manuscript for Art of Couples Travel, which uh, you can find at artofcouplestravel.com. And it's finished. At the moment, I'm working on editing it. Yeah, but if you go there now, you can uh, sign up for the the pre-release mailing list, and we'll give you an awesome discount uh, on the day that it's released. Yes, so you should definitely go along there. Well, what's coming up next? Well, we'll tell you soon, but don't forget you can help the Indie Travel Podcast stay traveling by booking through us. Visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash flights, slash hotels, slash hostels, and slash insurance when you're booking your travel online. We also have travel deals updating daily at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash deals. Yeah, and you can also visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Amazon when you're shopping online, or get a free audiobook with a two-week trial of Audible through IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Audible or slash audiobook. Well, today we're talking about mileage, how to earn, manage, and redeem your awards. Enjoy our interview with the guys from Award Wallet today, and make sure you check out our new page at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash miles. Today I'm speaking with uh, Alexi Verashaga, founder of AwardWallet.com, and Steve Gimpler, who's also from AwardWallet.com. Alexi, Steve, welcome to the Indie Travel Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you having us. Cool. Well, today we want to talk about reward schemes and award schemes, especially airline miles, which are, uh, I guess, the primary concern of myself and most of our listeners. So first of all, can you give us um, kind of an overview of the current state of frequent flyer miles around the world? It is estimated that right now there are, first of all, approximately um, 300 million frequent travelers, and uh, they own um, uh, approximately uh, 570 billion frequent flyer miles, and uh, that's, uh, I'm sorry, um, 10 trillion uh, frequent flyer miles, which is an equivalent of 570 billion U.S. dollars. 10 trillion um, miles. And that's, the <laughs> that's insane. 
Yeah, so so that's uh, that's an equivalent. Uh, I think uh, I saw a reference to a GDP of Ecuador, but it's actually from actually from my understanding, GDP of Ecuador would be um, fifty-seven billion miles. So it'd be ten Ecuadors. Um, <laughs> ten ten Ecuadors and frequent flyer miles. That's mad. So what? Why? Why is there such a huge backlog of miles? Why aren't people redeeming them? Well, um, so first of all, it, it, it is uh, most people, what happens is when they travel, they don't end up uh, earning enough miles to actually redeem for a ticket. And, uh, uh, and I think an average user would, uh, would have a preferred airline where they have the most miles. But then they also travel with these other airlines. They stay at different hotels, and they just don't earn enough points or miles for redemption, and most of these programs, they have expiration rules. So if, for example, you've earned some miles, but then you haven't flown that airline for X number of months, and that ranges from uh, anywhere from 12 to 36 months, um, these miles expire, and you have to start from scratch. And that's really how, uh, that's how really, you know, people earn miles, but they don't end up using them. And so there's always, there's everyday people losing miles, and and there is a problem out there in the, in the industry to um, for, for the end users to be able to keep track of all the miles and to uh, tr- keep track of the expirations, make sure that they have some sort of activity on their accounts so that the miles do not expire. Sure, so they, they keep ticking over. Well, I guess the, the airlines don't think it's much of a problem because they're they're offering miles for opening credit cards accounts, for bonuses on purchases, as well as for actually flying, which is a really tough way to make the miles. So are, are the airlines making money for this 10 trillion miles that are out there in the ether? Well, um, actually, airlines uh, do make money. And I mean, then, uh, you know, obviously, it was the, the, the reason why they came up with the frequent flyer programs. Uh, so first of all, they retain customers, um, and but second of all, they allow you to buy miles. They allow you to gift miles or to donate miles. And uh, when you do that, each transaction there is a, there is a cost. So um, so um, while users can't simply, in most cases, um, trade or sell miles, but they can have those types of transactions directly with the airline, and airline benefits from it. Sure. So people earn the miles, they've got lots of little amounts of balances scattered over several programs, and they never redeem them, while the airlines are are making money selling miles to credit card companies and stuff like that to entice people to to jump on board. Is Is that the deal? Exactly. Yep, yep. Smooth. Well, you um, you obviously got a bit a bit annoyed at this because you came up with this idea for awardwallet.com, which is designed to to bring all the balances and status awards and and hotel bed um, reward programs. It all comes together there. Uh, what kind of inspired you to start it up, and and how are you aiming to help people? Sure. So uh, that was in about I think in two thousand four when. Uh, my colleague actually told me that he showed me a stack of cards and and said that there is a real problem out there that he's not alone, that it's not straightforward. How do you keep track of all these 
accounts, you have different passwords. Most of these um, uh, websites where you can track your balances require you to have your uh, account number as the username. So you can't just come up with a, a user-friendly nickname to log into these websites. So he has a stack of cards, a bunch of points across all these different cards, and uh, and and he kind of tasked me with uh, with this, and he said, you know, how can we um, enable users to track these miles? So it wasn't originally my idea. I don't want to take credit for that. Uh, but what I did do uh, back then is uh, I did a proof of concept. Uh, I have some development background. Um, and uh, eventually, you know, we hired people to uh, to work on it. Um, and uh, so we built just one program at a time where we would, uh, on a word wallet, we would allow the user to log in uh, or create an account and then provide us with the username and the password for these loyalty programs. Um, we securely store it. Uh, we allow the user to store the uh, password either on their computer locally or in our database, whichever they prefer. Uh, in either case, it is encrypted. So even if you're storing it in a cookie on your computer, that would be encrypted. Um, or if you store it in our database, it would be encrypted with a key and over um, SSL um, secure connection. And uh, once you do that, which is the hardest part of of getting somebody on board uh, using this uh, services to to m make people go through the closet cleaning is what I call it <laughs> of setting up um, setting up these accounts. From that point on, um, we take care of everything. We make sure that uh, whenever balances change, users get notified. So if you travel somewhere, um, you would expect uh, that your balances either increase or decrease depending you know how you flew um, if you bought an, um, a reward ticket or if you paid cash and then um, you know we we actually do a whole lot of like tricky things with the um, uh, with the expiration because um, not all the airlines want to just put in your profile when your miles expire typically there would be a page somewhere in your profile where you would see all of the activity, um, you know, where you've flown um, or, or any any type of activity with, you know, on your on your account, and we would look at that activity, and uh, each activity would have a date associated with it, and the qualified activity, which is actually not all activity, um, we would take that date and we would add the number of months that. Um, that the airline essentially provides in their terms of use as far as how long your account um, has to, you know, has to stay active uh, sure. in order to retain those miles. And I guess that's something a lot of people um, aren't aware of is that sometimes when you're earning miles, it might not be like, um, it might not give kind of status award or it might not give a continuation. Um, a lot of airlines, you've actually got to, to fly to keep those that level of things up and the amount of points you earn on purchases or other reward activity kind of runs alongside it. So you might be stacking up awards but not do the the thing that qualifies to uh to keep you in the in the program and keep those miles active. Exactly. And typically um well, I mean, actually, all programs are really different. You really have to dig through the terms of use to figure out which activity qualifies for, for extension and which doesn't. But I know for a fact that most of the time, if you just donate miles, it doesn't qualify for that extension. You actually have to, like, 
fly somewhere or stay at a hotel or get on the train and go somewhere. And, and that would essentially extend that expiration by another, you know, 18 months or whatever the policy is. And, and one of the simplest options for actually extending your miles is just to buy something online. I mean, there's literally hundreds of websites that you can go to that you can um, essentially buy clothing or electronics, and that'll be reverted back to, let's say, Delta Airlines, United Airlines. So it's a real simple thing to do, and it um, only takes a couple of minutes to actually extend your miles. You don't have to travel across country to get those extended. Sure, and that kind of uh, that kind of thing is something that people really aren't aware of because there's a big difference between paying out, I don't know, $350 for a domestic ticket against um, buying a T-shirt at 25 bucks to, to keep a significant exactly. number of miles. It makes it really worth it. And in some cases, if it's not possible to buy something uh, with miles, another alternative would be to go to the airline directly and buy the minimum number of miles that they offer. So you, you can just go and buy, you know, 100 miles. Mm. And that's an activity, and that, in most cases, is considered as a qualified activity to sure. extend that expiration. It allows it to roll over. Well, so you guys are managing a lot of miles. I was looking at your homepage just before the interview, and it's close to 8 billion miles that you guys are tracking across all of these programs and and reward points. So you must have some ideas about the best way to get them, now that we've talked about how to keep them. Do you you have any tips you can share about the the best way that you find to, to, to gain miles? Sure. I think the first and probably the easiest method would be to sign up for an airline credit card. Um, just in the last year, there's been some really outrageous deals. British Airways offered 100,000 frequent flyer miles um, with their credit card recently through, I believe it's uh, Chase Bank. And uh, American Airlines is currently running a 75,000 to 100,000 mile credit card offer. So that is, is probably the easiest and quickest way to accumulate a massive amount of miles. Um, th- there's plenty of other options. Every once in a while, airlines will throw out a, a small but lucrative offer for a thousand miles to sign up for a service such as FedEx. If you make an account page with FedEx, it'll give you a thousand miles. So there's plenty of options out there. Um, a, a couple of good resources to find out these deals. One would be a free service. It's a blog called thepointsky.com, and they basically, on a daily basis offer these intriguing rewards that you can find through American Airlines, Delta Airlines, that offer thousands of points every week if you just sign up for these little offers here and there, and they only take a minute or two to do. Travel Hacking Cartel is another good option, um, except it's not a free service. You have to pay $15 a month minimum. Um, But the good thing about Travel Hacking Cartel is you can sign up for a two-week trial offer with them, the third option, and probably the most used option by frequent flyers, is flyertalk.com, and they offer a section called Miles Buzz, which essentially has frequent flyer, frequent flyer mile offers throughout the world that you can sign up for and view. Very cool, very cool. And then, of course, use awardwallet.com to, to track all these gains. Precisely. Exactly. And, and uh, yeah, and, and you know, when we'll. 
when when I look at the members um, that that are tracking miles through Word Wallet, I definitely um, see that a lot of them use these uh, um, these techniques for for accumulating more miles because there are many members that have over a million miles on on, on different uh, airlines and. Uh, um, I believe uh, distance to the moon from Earth would be uh, about maybe 225,000 miles. So that's like uh, going to the moon and coming back a couple of times. Um, so that's uh, they 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 do accumulate a lot of miles, and I, I you know it's possible that they travel that much, but it, but there's a good chance that also they are using their credit cards, their uh, finding other ways to accumulate miles. Mm, sure. I'm just imagining Virgin Galactic um, getting getting a mileage program for that flight <laughs> and um, it, it bumping up. Um, so obviously um, everyone's mileage will vary, but are there programs that, that you're finding people are using a lot or somewhere where you personally think that you get more, more travel for each dollar you're spending? Well, I can give you examples of probably the airlines that offer the most mileage uh, excuse me, offer the most award seats. Um, I've had very good success with United Airlines and American Airlines. They seem to offer a lot of award seats, and one of the best things about American Airlines is they offer off-season seats, which essentially means that if they, a flight to, let's say, Brazil costs normally 60,000 miles, during select months you can actually get a frequent flyer seat to Brazil for only 40,000 miles. That's really cool. And that doesn't seem like uh, an awful lot of miles. Like you're talking about credit cards that will give you 100,000 just for uh, just for sign-up. That's exactly right. I mean, a, a domestic seat usually costs 25,000 miles, which averages out to be about $300 per domestic airline seat. So considering you can fly from pretty much anywhere in the United States to South America for 40000 that's a heck of a savings for for um, the option of paying by miles instead of cash. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, Alexa, you've worked hard at, at awardwallet.com bringing together all of these balances, being really smart about looking at expiration dates and things like that. Do you have a way for people to redeem miles or transfer miles from one program to another, or can you set miles savings goals for each program so you can kind of track your progress? Sure. So, um, so first of all, an average user, in in in, in most cases, that registers on awardwallet.com would um, not just track miles for um, him or herself, but would also add the family members. So, typically, it's the head of household who registers uh, on awardwallet and adds, um, you know, kids and a wife or a husband and everybody else that. Um, you know that is you know in that household to track miles, and that's why you know the you know the average uh, you know program would uh, if you look at active accounts you know we, you could easily see like thirty forty different uh, frequent flyer accounts added to a profile, and for individual user the average across all people even the dummy empty accounts you would see about eight to nine uh, reward programs added. Um, so, obviously, there is a need for uh, for, you know, there, for there's a need for people to be able to, to to trade or to 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 
to consolidate miles from different accounts. Um, the problem is that Award Wallet, um, or anybody actually, um, for that matter, can't really do that. Um, if they want to transfer miles, they would have to go to points.com, which is essentially the engine behind a lot of those loyalty programs. And they would take a fee for that and would then allow you to, um, to, uh, uh, to transfer miles. But you would have to pay for it. You wouldn't just be able to go and say, you know, I have 20,000 miles and my wife has 20,000 miles and I need a ticket that costs 35,000 miles. Can I combine the two and, and buy a ticket? Um, I mean, you'd have to pay something for that in order to be able to accomplish this. Sure. Sure, but Award Wallet brings it together so you can see, like I can see my my points on, on Qantas and Linda's points on Qantas and we can we can figure out if, you know, if, if we've got enough points for us to fly, if we combine them. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and, and like I said, um, you know, part of, part of uh, what we do is, you know, we allow uh, either the kind of, in a, at the main account to keep track of, of sort of like sub-accounts for, for different people, or each person in the family could register an award wallet and decide what they want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, so that, for example, I'm responsible for entering my loyalty uh, reward numbers into award wallet, and my wife is responsible for entering hers, but then she shares all that information with me. So when it's time to go on vacation, I can see what she has and what I have, and then we can make a decision whether we want to buy uh, uh, tickets or, you know, if, uh, if if we have enough miles to get a reward ticket. Um, sure. Another thing that that, that that we do on Award Wallet is kind of um, uh, um, doesn't go really well with the name Award Wallet, uh, but what we do is we actually look at your at the at the itineraries that you've booked and we combine those so essentially we would see that there is an an, an itinerary on american for example and you're going to let's say houston and then there is a, on another website there is a hotel stay um, uh, in marriott and also in houston uh, for the same or similar dates and also you're getting a rental car in houston so uh, based on the geographical location and based on the um, um, based on the um, uh, uh, the distance, as, as, you know where these things are, um, and, and, and the time, uh, you know when uh, when you're uh, traveling, we can combine those different individual um, segments and put them into a sort of like single travel plan, and then I can see where my wife is going, and I can you know I know her you know, times of her flights and, um, you know, basically allows you to easier share the travel plans without really doing anything. So, again, com- coming back to that closet cleaning in the beginning where you've signed up and you provided the, the, the usernames and passwords for your uh, loyalty programs and then not just your uh, reward numbers are getting uh, are, or your, your reward, reward balances are getting tracked. We're also tracking, allowing you to track uh, uh, your your travel and uh, if you don't want to track your travel through a word wallet it's a single switch in the uh, in the user's profile and and we don't don't go that route mm-hmm. well to finish off um but we've we've talked about gaining rewards we've talked about managing rewards i guess what most people are interested in is is redeeming the awards and uh 
getting on a flight and, and burning off some of those miles. So do you have any advice for people wanting to, to redeem the miles? Are they better off using a web interface or calling and speaking to someone in customer service? Our best advice would be to be prudent and just keep searching because they're always on offer. You just have to take the time and see what's available. And, and, and one thing that also, um, uh, you know, that you should always consider is what is the cost of a ticket at that given time compared to the price of, um, of uh, you know, compared to the price in points? Because, uh, you know, you can put a price tag to, to a point and it ranges from, let's say, one to two cents. So if you're spending... 40,000 uh, miles, that's typically an equivalent of $200. Uh, dollars. And so if, if, a, if you can buy a ticket for uh, 100 or $150, you may be better off just buying a ticket for cash because then you're essentially it's like you're selling your miles for less than what they're worth. Sure, good, good advice, very good advice. You wouldn't want to do that. Well, uh, Alexi and Steve, thanks for opening up the, the whole world of frequent flyer miles for us today. It was great to have you on the show. Okay, thank you. The pleasure was all ours. That was Alexi Vershager and Steve Gimpler from awardwallet.com. If you're looking for a solution to track your award programs and frequent flyer miles, make sure you go and check them out. And as I said, the pointsky.com, flyertalk.com, and the travel, travel hacking cartel are good places to look for more mileage bonuses and ways to earn miles when you're not actually flying. The uh, travel hacking cartel which they mentioned is run by our mate Chris Gillibo and he's one of our key affiliate partners this year. So if you visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash travel hacking, uh, we earn a commission from that. So if that interests you, IndieTravelPodcast.com slash travel hacking. Yeah, you should definitely go and check that out. Well, let's talk about community wisdom. We have some good community wisdom this week from our free friendly travel community at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash community. We're really creative with these titles, aren't we? I know. They're <laughs> awesome, aren't they? They're so so easy and memorable. I bet everyone could just go to IndieTravelPodcast.com slash whatever they wanted and they'd almost just about get it. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Is there one <laughs> slash whatever they wanted? Because that would be cool. Whatever mm, you want. Maybe there will be. I don't think so, though. <laughs> well, this week Richard has updated us on guidebooks to Columbia. We talk about gadgets and travel insurance. Chris chimes in on discussions on backpack and clothing recommendations. And we talk about journaling, with Michelle chiming in most recently. There have been no photos uploaded this week, so we can't uh, highlight anyone's photography. So do come and join us at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash community, where you can ask and answer questions, update us on your travel plans, and share your photos from around the world. And don't forget that you can help the Indie Travel Podcast stay traveling by booking through us. So visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash flights, slash hotels, slash hostels, and slash insurance when you're booking a travel online. And don't forget that we also have travel deals updating daily at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash deals. And you can visit IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Amazon when you're shopping online or get great trial bonuses through our partners. A free audiobook with a two-week trial from Audible at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Audible or slash audiobook and get a two-week $1 trial of the Travel Hacking Cartel at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash Travel Hacking. For some non-monetary ways of helping us out, tell your friends and family about Indie Travel Podcast, invite them to our Facebook group at Facebook.com slash Indie Travel, or leave a five-star review for us at iTunes. Well, that's us for this week. Until next week, travel well.